0: Georgie Frost, and this is all about apprenticeships, brought to you by the HomeServe Foundation. Welcome. International Apprenticeship Week. Now in its 14th year, this week aims to showcase the positive impact apprenticeships can have on communities, local businesses and regional economies. So whether you're a school leaver or looking for a career change, or you're a business owner, wondering if taking on an apprentice is right for your company, then this is the perfect opportunity to find out more. This is the first of three special bite-sized podcasts that we'll be releasing throughout this week. In our second, we'll be focusing on getting the economy back on track post-COVID, What can be done and how apprenticeships, particularly in trade and construction, could be key to that. And then at the end of the week, it's the turn of the apprentices themselves. We'll be hearing from all five of those who we've been following on our All About Apprenticeship podcast Find out what it's really like. But first, let's discover what we can expect from this week and why it is considered so important. Karen Woodward is the Employer Relations Deputy Director in the Government's Apprenticeship Directorate, the Education and Skills Funding Agency. Karen, welcome. I have to admit, I had to take a bit of a run up uh, before saying your job title. It's it's rather grand, uh, but just explain to us what it means. What exactly is your role and, and what is the Education Skills Funding Agency and the part it has to play? in the apprenticeship story?
1: Well, it is a long title, um, but the Education Skills Funding Agency is um, an arm of the Department for Education, uh, and on behalf of the Department of Education, we're accountable for um, ensuring £58 billion worth of funding uh, is invested in education and training sector. uh, And a key part of the role of the ESFA is to... ensure that the apprenticeships program um, is maintained and delivered and a part of that is making sure that about 2.5 billion pounds worth of money for apprenticeship training and assessment uh, is made available to employers so that they can recruit and train their apprentices and my role in that is to work um, with employers to ensure that they understand the benefits of apprenticeships, that they can use our services effectively, and that in essence, there are no barriers to um, getting them involved in um, apprenticeships. So that's me in a nutshell. And that's what we do. Very good. Thank you very much. And um, So what exactly
0: then is National Apprenticeship Week? Tell us more about this. In its 14th year, how did it come about? Why you consider it so important and, and perhaps what's come out of previous National Apprenticeship Weeks?
1: Well, as you say, this is the 14th year of National Apprenticeship Week. Um, and it was started to raise the profile of apprenticeships um, across um, both parents, young people and employers. If we reflect back 14 years ago, um, we only had a, a few apprentices, probably less than 100,000 and we were really keen to ensure that the economy continued to benefit from apprenticeships and that young people understood how to apply for them and, and how to make sure that they got a good apprenticeship. So we started out with National Apprenticeship Week to promote the benefits of apprentices uh, and apprenticeships to parents, schools, teachers, uh, young people, um, and importantly, to get employers to promote the benefits that apprenticeships bring to their business uh, and here we are 14 years later we've got um, over a quarter of a million um, apprentices uh, so the program has grown substantially over a period of time um, we always have uh, several thousand vacancies at any one time but we still have although we have high volumes of knowledge and understanding about apprenticeships we still find that for some parents, the view is an apprenticeship is not really for their son or daughter. Um, you know, the focus on higher education and university is still strong. And we use National Apprenticeship Week to promote the fantastic opportunities, including getting your degree, that you can secure as an individual through an apprenticeship. And we will continue to celebrate and promote apprenticeships uh, until we're sure that where they are somebody's first choice, they get the opportunity to take one up.
0: Within your role, though, do you sense that the the tide is turning on that? It's the attitude that we're talking about, particularly with parents, with young people, but also employers as well.
1: I think we've had employers involved. Some employers have been involved in apprenticeships for um, decades, and they will use apprenticeships as the way of attracting great talent, um, and you'll you'll very often see the likes of BAE, Rolls-Royce, Toyota um increasingly financial services sector who see apprenticeships as a great way of attracting in new talent and developing their people. What I think we have seen as a, a turn in the tide is there is now apprenticeships in virtually every occupational area that you can think of so this is not purely a trades approach to um, developing skill, although I think trades and construction have been at the heart of apprenticeships um, for centuries. What we now have with apprenticeships in the modern era is you can be an apprentice funeral director, you could be um, a digital marketer, you can um, work in nuclear industry, there is a range of occupations now where you can start your career, develop your career through an apprenticeship, uh, and that that's helped turn the tide. For individuals and for parents, the advent of being able to do a degree-level apprenticeship um, where it's funded through the apprenticeship levy, so you as an individual don't need to make any financial contribution, but you can still get the degree that you want, and be paid while you do it, uh, and retain your job um, after you've completed your apprenticeship. Now that has been a real wake-up call for lots of parents, teachers, and young people who see the opportunity to get a great education alongside a fantastic job. Hmm. I want to focus
0: uh, more on on this year's week, uh, National Apprenticeship Week. Um, The theme is build for the future. What exactly is your thinking about that?
1: Well, I think some of the jobs that we're talking about in um, being an apprentice can take three or four years to um, mature. You know, it can take you three or four years to um, become a plumber, gas technician. So this is about um, investing now to build for the future recognizing that we're actually we are in a difficult economic situation but all of the evidence and even actually the bank of england's announcements this week all seem to indicate that we are looking forward to a a bounce back quite significant for the economy and what we're saying is for particularly during national friendship week is now is the time to invest in your people now is the time to look at bringing in new talent so that you're fit ready and able To benefit from the economic recovery um, as we move forward um, this year.
0: Obviously, logistically, um, things are going to look a little bit different, I imagine, this year, due to, of course, as you mentioned there, the pandemic. How have you adapted uh, for this week? Give us a flavor as well of the sort of events that are taking place. What can we expect?
1: Well, we've got a huge volume of now online and virtual events. Um, If you were been asking me a couple of years ago, we would have had a big opening ceremony. In the BT Tower or at the, the BBC, but actually, this time round, we're really into um, online op- opportunities. So, we've got um, the likes of uh, um, Rolls Royce undertaking some um, activities, opening their doors and uh, having a virtual careers fair. There is lots of work going on um, with uh, our employer ambassadors who are sharing their stories about um, fantastic apprenticeships. We've got a UCAS Careers Fair happening on Tuesday. So UCAS is um, helping to put a special focus on higher and degree apprenticeships. And we've already got over 8,000 people registered to attend. And the biggest event that we've got is also on a Tuesday called the Big Assembly. And this is an annual event that encourages schools to dial in to the foot to the assembly and it is to help um, schools and students to understand um, the real benefits of being an apprentice and actually we've got some of our um, apprentice champions um, talking to um, all of the students and most of our apprentice champions are under the age of 25 probably have been to local schools and are great storytellers in terms of how apprenticeships have changed their business so Lots of really innovative uh, use of online and virtual activities. Great, we we do adapt, don't we?
0: Um, your job, uh, employer relations, of course. So, for employers listening or, or seeing you now, um, what would you say to those people thinking of taking on an apprentice, not sure, thinking perhaps they don't have the funding right now? It is a difficult time at the moment. Do they want to invest there, or will they put their money elsewhere? What would you say?
1: Actually, I would say this is probably one of the best times to think and invest in um, apprenticeships. It can take quite some time to recruit an apprentice. You know, it isn't something that you you identify today and you recruit them on Tuesday. And so thinking about the kind of jobs that you're going to have in the future, thinking about how your business is going to bounce back. It's an ideal opportunity to start to put into play those recruitment plans. And we've got tremendous opportunity at the moment because we've got some um, incentives available to employers to recruit apprentices. Um, so £2,000 for each new apprentice they hire if they're under the age of 25 or £1,500 if you want to recruit an apprentice that's over the age of um, 25. So we think this cash boost, which is currently available up until March 2021, if you're thinking about it and a bit worried about the future, this is an ideal opportunity to take advantage of the incentive and that may well cushion your recruitment of an apprentice for a few months until you're into your business and the economy bounces back.
0: We've heard in previous episodes that there is a feeling among particularly small businesses in particular that, that the incentives that you mentioned there are um, offered by the government possibly aren't quite enough uh, to persuade them. Do you, do you accept this? Could more be done, do you think, in this area? And are you looking to extend it beyond March?
1: Well, we've had um, a tremendous response to the incentive um, at 2,000 or 1,500. We've had almost 19,000 applications from employers of all different sizes, including very small employers, who are seeing that the incentive is sufficient to tip them into the direction of wanting to recruit. But there is always more than we can do, and we will continue to look at what does the economy look like um, and are there more things that we could or should be doing um, to support business um, moving beyond March 2021. Um, But I think really... Um, if there's going to be anything else done in this area, we really need to focus on what comes out in the budget.
0: But there is a reassurance, though, that the apprentices and apprenticeship will be put at the heart of, of this post-COVID recovery.
1: Absolutely. Um, in all of the information coming out from government and certainly from the Prime Minister in the plan for jobs and support from um, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, There is a a real recognition of the power of apprenticeships, really, because they are jobs. They're not training courses. These are jobs that people undertake. And then they get their training, the apprenticeship to make sure that they're occupationally competent. Um, And the creation of jobs and supporting employers to create jobs is at the heart of the plan for jobs. So absolutely. All employers who get involved in apprenticeships recognise the value they bring to their business. Apprentices can be very productive and give a great return on investment, even within the first few months. It's not as though you're having to wait two or three years before you get somebody uh, who can add value to your business. So absolutely, apprenticeships are the heart of the recovery. And we want to do all that we can to help young people who have been particularly disadvantaged, um, through the pandemic, to give them the the boost that they really need to get their careers back on track. I assume no hints from what
0: could be in the budget that you know that you could tell us?
1: Oh, I, I, I wish I knew. That's one, <laughs> one truly above my pay grade. But Absolutely. We will, always, we will always be supporting um, employers and helping employers to get all of the... Support they need um, to create the jobs um, for the future.
0: Where can people find out more information about the week and and maybe get involved
1: themselves? Uh, Absolutely. So uh, there is a toolkit available um, for National Apprenticeship Week on um, the gov.uk site. So if you just Google into uh, gov and uh, look for uh, National Apprenticeship Week, you'll find a lovely toolkit. Um, we would also ask anybody who's interested in uh, kind of being involved in the social media about this. We've got a couple of um, hashtags. So hashtag ask an employer or um, hashtag ask an apprentice. Um, and you can get in touch uh, and pick up anything on at apprenticeships on Twitter. Um, so lots of opportunities, but all of our information is on gov.uk. Karen,
0: thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much to Karen Woodward from the Education and Skills Funding Agency and thank you, of course, for listening. If you want to find out more about what's going on this week, check out apprenticeships.gov.uk for the latest news and announcements as well as at apprenticeships on Twitter and to join in the conversation as well as some other hashtags to throw at you on social media. You can use the hashtags hashtag NAW2021 and hashtag build the future. You can also find the HomeServe foundation on twitter at hsv underscore foundation and if you enjoyed this podcast please do leave a rating and hit subscribe wherever you found us as it helps other people find us too